Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You know, I'm glad to be of service. I hope people get blessed from our episode and yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what God does. So what, listen. what were you going to say? Yes, I'm listening. I'm interested in you, Essence. Like, okay. I, I really am. Like, I, um, I'm not moved by emotions. Like when I, like you say a lot of stuff that resonates with my spirit. I am on a journey to discover uncover and recover love life is about helping others dear future wifey has been doing exactly that you stated that women are to present and not to pursue it has given us a a roadmap on how relationships were meant to be by god there are still black men who love the lord and their end goal is marriage thank you for teaching me how to stay lit how to be intentional and transparent you read your your letter I cried. I just got married two months ago, and I'm listening to the podcast so I can stay married. I'm Lateris R. Whitfield, and this is season four These Dating Streets on the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. I'm your host, Lateris R. Whitfield. Hey, before we do anything else, I want you to stop shacking up with us and hit that subscription button. Turn on your notification bell so you'll be notified when we drop every episode this season. Oh, it's about to get really interesting. Listen, hashtag road to 100K subscribers. Uh, I want to make sure that we all do our part and we're on the road to get 100K subscribers and we can all do it. Can't we, y'all? This season is dedicated to us single folks. Yeah, oh. this is called These Dating Streets. Yep, 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 yep. It's called These Dating Streets. And so today I have my buddies. Um, you you, you guys, uh, anytime I have them on a the podcast, y'all respond uh, with hundreds of thousands of views. Um, Essence Atkins, her episode hit 200K views, the only episode to hit 200K. And Jay Barnett, his episode was the first episode to hit 100K views. So without further ado, welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. My homies, Essence Atkins and Jay Barnett. <laughs> yay, yay. <laughs> so Jay, you, you, you ain't going to act right today, are you? Who? Like I am going to act right. You know, you finna cut up. I got this Suji. Uh, 
What is this? Hold on. What was this? Suja. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like sushi, but, but suja. Yeah. Liquid sushi. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Help us, Lord. Help Ask us. us. What I'm going to do right today. Um, we're going to have fun. Yeah, That's yeah. what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna act up. We're going we're gonna to we have are. a lot of fun. So this episode is entitled Shoot Your Shot. <laughs> Shoot Your Shot. Shoot Your wow. Shot. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We, didn't, we didn't know that. <laughs> just so y'all know, we just no. we just came here with an open heart. And an open mind. And, and willing to be used by the Lord. By the uh, Lord, Come yes. on, somebody. Yes. See, in, this, in these dating streets, you got to be bold enough to shoot your shot. So, you know, that's what we're going to talk about. A lot of times uh, I hear a lot of women saying that most men aren't being intentional. They're not approaching uh, women and they're waiting for women to approach them. So have you experienced that in these dating streets, essence, where you feel like guys aren't being as aggressive as they once were back in the day? I mean, I, you, it's been a minute, right? So I was in a relationship I was married and and with my ex-husband for eight years and I feel like a lot has changed since then when I met my ex-husband we met on match.com and yeah I know back in 2008 when everyone thought I was was crazy (laughs) no no I, I got made fun of like the the internet at the time when people started finding out the online magazines went crazy they were like what's wrong with her she can't be to do the old-fashioned way and you know that's that's not natural and all this other stuff now that's how everyone meets some form of like online platform but back then it was very avant-garde and i thought it was a great idea that didn't work you can go look it up no no here's the thing every time when you're talking to essence you have to have (laughs) avant-garde that's not even in here Oh, I see Ava. He's not. He's not looking at nothing. No, so the thing is, is I thought it was a a progressive way because I could look at profiles, read, see if there was noun-verb agreement, and and make selections, right? But um, And I could do it from the comfort of my own home, and I could be very specific. I liked that I could be specific in terms of what I was looking for, in terms of age range and, and occupation and all those kinds of things. Height, you know, you can get very specific on some of these apps. This was like before the swipe left, swipe right. Yeah. This is 2007, 2008. Um, and now since my divorce, I haven't been back on a site. So mm, I'm like, really? the, I'm literally the polar opposite of what's trending, um, <laughs> of what people are doing. I just like to be different. Um, so, but in terms of like people asking, I think that men like you guys, successful, particularly successful black men who are, uh, who are ambitious, who are, who are intelligent. I feel like y'all don't have to pursue. I feel like it just comes to you. It's just like falling, <sighs> falling into your lap. Anything that falls into my lap, I don't think I want it there. Okay. You don't want yeah. it there? Yeah. Okay. I don't want anything fall in my lap. <laughs> fall in my hands, be it may, but not in my lap. No, I said lap intentionally. The, yeah, pun, the yeah. pun was intended. Yeah, no laps though. Okay, yeah, good. It's, 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 yeah, it's not uncomfortable. You don't want no laps. But all jokes aside, I, I, I think that's a misconception too that women, because I hear that a lot in mm-hmm. my DMs. Mm-hmm. How can you be single? Yeah. You have plenty of options. Yeah. See, but that alone, that statement alone is telling because you have people asking you about your single life. I have people asking me for money in my DMs. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like we're experiencing polar opposite experiences. Yeah. Nobody's like, you're still single. They're like, 
ah, my child needs help and surgery, go to my GoFundMe page. So, you know. Wow. Yeah, Ooh. no, people ask yeah, me for like, college tuition. Well, because <laughs> college tuition. It, it's, it's, it's almost too, yeah, no. like, women, uh, some women are so curious and mm-hmm. so infatuated with men who are successful who are not married. I don't think that is abnormal these days. I think both men and women are waiting longer to get married. People are mm-hmm. pursuing their careers. People are more involved in other things besides marriage. I mean, growing up in the South, you know, as I did, you know, getting married at an early age was the, the end goal. Yeah, it's a goal. And I think what people discovered is that marriage is no longer the goal. It may be a goal, but it's right. not the end goal. And so for me, I, I've had to tell several women, there's nothing wrong with me, but I was very focused. I was very uh, driven about where I wanted to go. And then when I went back to grad school, I understood, too, that it was dating was going to be very difficult, especially in the mental health field, because I was a non-traditional student who was still working. So I understood that I didn't really have the capacity. And when I did date, it was challenging because there was an expectation mm-hmm. for me to be available emotionally and mentally, and I just didn't have the bandwidth. And so I think that now, being on the other side to where now I'm this black therapist, therapist this phenom of this man who's helping people heal, yeah. and people are like, well, where's your wife? Yeah. You know, where's your significant other? Like, I have countless DMs yeah. of women yeah. like, What's wrong? Why are you not married? And like, and I, I talked about being engaged, and both of the young ladies that I've been that I was engaged to, you know, they moved on and happily married. And I had to understand that my path was very different, and I had to understand that I was going to need someone that was fitting for me. Right. I've met great women, yep. but they didn't fit me. Right. And I think that's hard for some women to comprehend yes. because they think just because you have options yes. that you're in a great position because having options doesn't mean that it's optional for me yeah. to choose. Yeah, no, 100%. That's what I was saying. 100%. I said just because it's an option doesn't mean it's not an option. And they're always like, oh, the odds are in your favor, but what do you do when the goods are odds? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? What do you do when the goods are odds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jay is crazy. For I mean, real, what, man. what have you found? I mean, like, you, you, you started this podcast. For my journey. For your journey. And to everybody, document. And listen, and yeah. everybody wants Latarius. They want Jay. No. Yes. Bro. See, again, they, they have plenty of options. <laughs> they yeah. want Jay. They when want he Jay. started, listen, yeah. here, here's, what I've, here's what women love, Essence. Now that men are becoming more open, mm-hmm. when, when Latarius and I did Heal Brother Heal, Heal, Brother Heal mm-hmm. both of our platform yeah, blew grew. Up. Because I think women had never seen men be Talk. as open and as vulnerable yeah. as we are. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, right, something that was kind of like frowned upon yeah. has now become the very thing that women desire. Yeah. And it's like they are drawn to, oh, my God, these men are expressing their emotions. Right. Yeah, because on that episode, you talked about being hurt by a girl, by a girl breaking up with you when you were younger and all that stuff. And so to hear a guy actually speak about his brokenness and like, what, boys cry? Boys get hurt from a breakup? You know, that that opened up a lot of, um, opened up women's minds to receive something else. And a lot of women started sharing the episode with their sons. And people were sending me videos 
with their son falling asleep with the with their phone with mm-hmm. the mom's phone listening to the podcast mm-hmm. and that literally sent tears down my face and I was like you're letting your 10 year old son watch this and they, she was like yeah because as a single mom I need to give my son a reference to see what it's like to be uh, a black man growing up in this world and so I never expected it to be that to be honest no. with you I felt like and you know I shared this before on the podcast is that to be vulnerable and share my my journey because this whole podcast is just my journey i right. said i don't know i don't have no answers to love i've been divorced i i don't know i'm trying to figure it out and i said but to be on the podcast and share my heart with the world i said i was afraid that that would be viewed as lame you know what i'm saying or writing letters to this proverbial future wife right. you know what i'm saying it's like dear future wifey i thought that people would be like oh that's so corny oh my god everybody's making these dear future wife posts and all this stuff and here he is he has a whole podcast on it but it was the opposite it was people saying oh my god this is healing me this is this is amazing i close my eyes and listen to you write this letter to your future wifey and 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 it's healing me because i've given up on love well, I think our testimonies help to give people hope. I mean, that's the whole point there of sharing is. them, right? There it yeah. is. You know, if we keep our experiences for ourselves, we don't we we rob the we are robbed of the opportunity to inspire and help someone else, you know, or to at least give them permission in, in camaraderie. Yeah. Exactly. You know. So when you find like, uh, so you say that, so you 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 you're a superstar. So you say that you are. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Oh my gosh! When, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm a working actor. Yeah, guys. You, I'm a working actor. yeah, you're a working actor that a lot of people know. Essence so, is just a woman. Thank you. <laughs> She's just a woman. This is like she she doesn't want that, and I think that's what me and her talked even? about. It. And I think when here's the thing I've learned about a lot of dudes. We're not you and I talked about that. When they see accomplished women, it's almost as if men act like that she's not a normal woman in her daily function, meaning that she requires attention, yeah. affection, affirmation. Yeah. Those are the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And so guys are thinking from the scope that she's on TV, that she has this expectation that they need to perform or they yeah. need to behave in this manner. And really, and that's why I said she's just a woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, when you look at what we do, right, it's not who we are. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I think that's that's the hard part of sitting in my seat, you know, or sitting in in the seat of someone who's publicly recognized, right? Mm-hmm. Is that people take for granted or think, "Oh, you hear compliments about yourself yeah. all the time or you have however many followers constantly affirming you." But at the end of the day, what my heart yearns for and what I'm seeking is to be known and seen by one. Mm. Mm. Shundo, I felt it in my shundo. Boy, I felt, I felt, <laughs> I felt, I felt, I felt, I was about to run. But I don't want to knock these cameras now. Boom, to boom, only boom, be boom. seen by one. Oh, that's good. Ass. And known, like really known. Like you know, the the there are specifics about me. Yes, you can Google me. You can Wikipedia me. There's a history that goes back 30 years. I've been very blessed to have a lot of longevity. But there are things that you would only know if you got to know me. There and that is. requires an investment of time. Mm. And it's like Jay Ooh. said, you know, so many people assume because they have seen me in their living rooms for yeah, decades. That they know you. That they know me. Yeah. Oh, I know who she is. Oh, I know what she's about. Oh, I, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like no one is really taking the time to excavate and to learn the subtleties that are me. Because at the end of the day, God 
specifically made us to be different. We are we each have a significant a different thumbprint for a reason. We yes. have a different DNA pattern for a reason. There are subtleties that you learn from from wanting to learn me. Yeah. And a lot of people assume that they know me, and that's a different thing. And, and that's the thing that I appreciate about her yeah. is because it, see, here's what I know, and I, and I and I have she and I have a lot of friends who are connected in the entertainment realm. And my relationship with all of them is a very in-depth relationship beyond what they do. Right. Because for me, you and I talk about that. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I'm not moved by women looking at me and shooting their shots. I'm I'm wanting what she just discovered. Somebody know you. Because again, cause see, if 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 you are salivating over mm. me as a therapist and not curious about me as a man, you miss the opportunity to really learn who I am yes. and learn the sacrifices that I've had to make to become me. There it is. And that, to me, is more important because what is happening is we are finding people who are pursuing careers. They're pursuing images. They're pursuing perception. They're not pursuing in-depth connections. Yeah. Right, yeah. 100%. They're pursuing experience, encounters. Yeah. They're not pursuing anything real because that's my desire. Because that's for good. me, it's because see, to be to, for me to see and to be seen is something that's so beneath the surface. It's something that when you can go watch her on 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 you know Hallmark and yeah. all her different movies, but I'm going to ask her, "How are you doing?" Mm-hmm. But if you're so caught up in the fact, well, she has a new project coming out. So she must be doing well. So she mu- ex- ex- <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is that we have to get back to building a true relationship within ourselves in order to seek out in-depth relationship with others. And actually having some real solid connections. Yeah. Because that's what that's what it's really about is being able to connect with someone on a level that is unshakable. Uh, and oftentimes we we meet people, we fall in love with people without truly knowing them. And then you'll know when you're off base because in an argument they say, you don't know me. Mm. Yep. They'll hit you with that. You don't know me. And you'll be like, well, I've been dating you for the last two years. But you still don't know them. Because you didn't even know that moment was going to happen. You didn't know what that trigger was. You don't know where that trigger is based, the, the, the past pain, the past hurt. And you say, well, you should, should, you should have just told me all this. But you could have asked some questions that could have uncovered or excavated. We'll use the mm-hmm. word essence says, excavated the true identity of that person instead of just having this surface relationship. That's why I'm not big on shooting your shots. Why not? Because there's no connection behind shooting your shot. So let me tell you, that's interesting. I'm I'm not a fan of it. So let me tell you this. This is interesting because I, at 43 years old, have never walked up to a woman at a club or at at a party when I was, you know, in my younger years or even at the grocery store and said, how you doing? My name is Terry. So I was like... When I say that, just freaks me out because I'm going to tell you why. It's because I'm the type of person I want to get to know you to decide whether or not I want to get to know you. And so just walking up to you is all based upon appearance. So it's hard for me to just walk up to somebody and go, you fine. That's that's what's drawing me to you. So I want to get to know you because you're fine. Yeah, I've never done that either. You haven't? No, I've never done that either. I'm more of an energy person. Like I can feel like like this this drawing or yes. this energy, and it's kind of like something um, 
it's, you, you can't really explain it verbally, but it's just kind of like, yo, I'm, 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 I'm feeling something, you. yeah, and I don't know what it is, and I want to explore it. I'm more that person. But so, that's after you know the person that y'all no, get. No, I don't. I don't need to know them to kind of feel that draw. So it's you in a room, yeah, and there'll be somebody in that room particularly yeah. that you're drawn to. Yeah, that you kind of feel like, and, and again, it's not the appearance thing. Because there's times that I've been interested in someone that I'm not really concerned about the appearance. I'm just like, wow, man. You, it's you have a, and it's not even a vibe. Like, I, I'm again, I'm not somebody who jumps on these bandwagons of these word <laughs> phrases because vibes. I feel like vibes are temporary. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Because you can yeah. vibe with anybody. You sure yeah. can for about 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You no, know, you can. Yeah. Like, because it's, I, I think a vibe is very, you know, it, it's to me, if you're not careful, vibes can be very lustful driven. Yeah, 100%. Talk about it. It can 100%. be very lustful driven. Yeah. And so that's why I'm not a big vibe person. It's it's also feeling that pull like, hmm, I don't know what it is. And then I begin to explore from that angle. And then you begin to build and and kind of develop the context you need to go deeper. And And for me, I can't do the shooting your shots thing because, and maybe because I've had my experience you know, and, you know, I've shared my stories. <laughs> Are you talking and about air balls? Not so much an air balls. It's just like, I, you don't really know people, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just, and I, I just always feel uncomfortable, like, trying to get to know somebody because it's like, would you be checking for me if we were out in public? Or is it because you heard an interview? And something I said resonated with you. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. But I've never been on Instagram and come across a woman's page and heard her say something, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to shoot my shot. I've never done that. <laughs> no. Because, see, I'm a type of person, I need to see you. But how would you get person? a chance to see you? Yeah, I need to uh, lay my eyes on you. Oh, well, how do you that's, get that That's, that's why I like organic stuff, man. I'd rather, I'd rather be at the airport, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, snap. Okay. You know, you kind of shuffle your feet so, a little so, bit. So, so you'll walk up to it at that moment? Heck yeah. Okay, so you will approach a woman and, and, and So he will approach, but you will not. So will then, not. So, so how are you meeting people? I'll meet women online. <laughs> <laughs> That's his problem. Yeah. Online. I told oh. Latarius, you need to get out more. Oh. Bro, I was at the airport. This was like... Uh, <laughs> he said I need to get out more. This was like, this was like this summer. Okay. And lady was sitting at the bar across from me eating. And uh, and I paid for a meal and bounce. And I was sitting out in my gate and she walked by. And uh and she was she was straight. She was yeah. straight, you know. And so she walked by, that's what we say in the South. She yeah, was straight, yeah, she's okay. straight, she's straight, okay. she's straight. Thanks, so she, so, thanks for hipping me to yeah, the yeah. game. We don't be like, oh my gosh, she's fine. Like, oh, yeah, do she's that. Straight. Yeah, yeah, she's straight. Yeah, we like, she's straight. And then, <laughs> and then, then and then if it's like, you know, it's, it's some extra sauce on it, you be like, yeah, that yeah. thing was thing like that. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so go ahead. She walked by. So she walked by mm -hmm. and and she said, did you pay for my meal? I said, yeah. I said, how you doing? And she was like, I'm good. I said, where you going? This and that, blah, blah, blah. We talked for a little bit. And when she walked up on me, I was. it was like, it's a no. Why? Whoa. Something in me was just like, it's a no. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So across across the bar, <laughs> eating her food, she was good. But when she, she was straight. Came up she was straight. She was straight. She was straight. Yeah. Yeah. But when but she walked up, she went straight. Yeah, and, 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 and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing changed. And what I'm what what I've had to learn, bro, as men, 
we don't listen to our internal compass enough. Mm-hmm. That, that's not mm-hmm. something relegated to men. That's people. In general. Yeah. yeah but, but, but men are more mo- motivated by the physical. Exactly. So we ignore all that Be- stuff. Because, we like, I don't share she bro, oh, She was bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She was bad. But like when she walked up on me, I was just kind of like, like someone was just mm-hmm. like, no, let it, let her make it. And so I was like, okay. She was like, thank you. That was so nice. I said, okay, where are you going? This and that. And after that, I was like, well, have a nice flight. And you could tell she was kind of waiting. You, yeah, you just departed for me. And I was just like, have a nice and something. And bro, I'm telling you, man, I've been in places where literally someone was like, nah, let her make it, Jay. And because when she walked up on me, I really had to answer myself: Would this be something that you're trying to build? Of some you just looking at yeah, for temporary. temporary. Yeah, temporary. And her energy said it was it would be temporal. Yeah, that makes mm. sense. And that's an honest response because oftentimes we do women know it too. Women y'all meet guys and be like, or is this true that they say that a woman knows whether or not she'll sleep with a guy in the first how many minutes they say? Five minutes, first few minutes? Y'all know whether I or mean, not y'all gonna give them some. I mean, if, you, if you're yeah. practicing essence. abstinence, we, we're talking about, before, we talk about essence before the, that time. The, the answer is essence no. BC before Christ. Before yeah. Christ, <laughs> would you meet I, no. a guy and automatically know I'm gonna give him some? There, there, there have been instances where maybe that was the case, but there have also been instances where I've met someone and I just liked the the energy and then it grew into something. Like it's something shifted. We were friends and then one day we're hanging out and it shifted and all of a sudden see, I see I like them stuff like that. See, that's what I but that's different light. That's what I prefer. So that's the reason why I said as far as just hollering at somebody like that, I said I want to go from friend to fiance. Yeah. That's my motto. That's what I say. Because but you can't get it day, online. Jay, you gonna get off this line <laughs> now? Listen, I don't, I'm not on no dating sites. So, but hey, you, but, you, but but they but you gotta get off that ground though. Why? See, Latera, <laughs> you gotta get off the ground, bro. Get off. Why, why he just I get, wants you to get out more, right? Get out more for organic. I ain't gonna be. No, I ain't gonna talk to him. We're going to be sitting up there looking at each other across Bro, the room. I'm t- listen, I'm telling you. <laughs> so let me tell you why. Your wife is not in your DMs. Mm. She, she could be. Mm. Listen, you ain't prophetic. So let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So let me tell you something, Jay. So let me tell you the reason is that walking up to somebody out and about, I know that's the old school way, but I don't have enough reference. I don't have enough touch points to be able to go look on your IG and be like, let me look at these pictures. Let's see what she's talking about. Let's see what her story's looking like. So I will actually, and I will go and investigate before I ever even exchange the first word of dialogue. Are you serious? Yes. If it's somebody that caught my attention. So, so you're going to go through her stories, go through her ground. Yes. I don't have that type of time. Well, I do. I'm saying <laughs> Bro. So it don't take Bro, that at long. 43, you're combing through IG. It ain't that many people. I mean, like I go every female that comes. Cause no, I'm not saying that, but I, like, cause, cause again, I'm a therapist, and I know smoking mirrors, and mm. but I do too though. But a lot of people is smoking mirrors, so I'm not gonna. Cause see, if I'm if I date somebody and I've gotten this, I don't follow them. Why? Why is that? Why? Why should I? I know them in real life. <laughs> Because I never want to engage with them based on how they post. Bro, you know the stories we done had. Yeah, I done yeah. dated somebody, yeah. and I do a live, and I say something about a desire. And then they comment. Oh, so that's what you like. Oh. And I'm like, I'm, t- I'm sitting, like, come You're on, like, man. You're like, I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. And it's not that I'm not lying, but we haven't grown to that space. And in the interview, it pulls something out. Yeah. So it's like, I yeah. prefer them not follow me. And I, I don't, because to me, I do that for my own mental health. For your own mental health. Yeah. 
Hmm. Well, you can't put your ideas on me. I'm going to be on Instagram. I don't care what Bro. you say, therapist. Uh, and, Jay and guess what? You'll be getting married 10 years from now. Why you say that? Oh, don't Bro, say that. I why you say that? Why, why you say that? Bro, I, listen, I told him, I love my brother. I, he know, I, and I want him to find somebody, but I don't think it's on the gram. Where, okay, where they at then, Jay? Bro, you travel? We travel? That's what I'm saying. So so the point is this. So what am I going to do? So that means I got to overcome, I got to conquer that means I have to walk up to somebody and talk to him. Yes. yes. And the only time that typically happens, if it's an environment, so let's say that if I had a homegirl and she got some friends or whatever mm-hmm. and we're out there talking, I will engage in conversation, talk, find if there's a connection between me and said person, and then I'll be like, hey, I'd like to talk to you uh, after this and exchange numbers. But just walking up to a total stranger and be like, I'm not even improv that. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? No, I I mean, listen, in order to have something different, we have to do different, right? Thank you. So I don't think think there's anything wrong with the challenge of stretching yourself. Well, I said I was going to use that that word again. Stretch yourself. Stretching yourself. Go on, Vangelis. To be able to to be able to meet people in a different way, because I do think to Jay's point that people with uh, people who are tacticians, They they will post they will post in a way to attract what it is that they are trying to trying to get right. So there's a there's a there's a a strategy behind mm-hmm. what people post. Right. Because this has become our publicist. Yes. Right? Yes. You say God is your publicist, and yeah. I believe you, but I'm saying this has become most people's publicist. Yep. Andy yeah. Warhol predicted that we would all have a channel. This is our channel. Instagram, yep. Facebook, these are our channels. And so people put out what they want the perception of themselves to be. And there are people who, yes, there are people who post indiscriminately and they're not really thinking about it. But most people have enough savvy to, where to, they're thinking about what it is they're trying to project into the world. And that's my point. As I'm picking up my phone, case in point, I got a bunch of text messages, people saying some joker trying to imitate you. You see what I'm saying? Somebody create another profile. You, you, that's my point, bro. And so to me, I feel like, and again, I'm not saying that for all of these Dear future wifey followers and all of these potentials for Leteris, my brother here. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that these are bad women. I'm not saying that. <laughs> but I'm saying what Essence is, is saying. Again, you and I are very in-depth, intrinsic men, right? We have a desire to have a true connection. Right. In this world, in this space, we know her for real. We, yeah. This is not like, oh, you know, like we know yeah. Essence. So it's like... I think for somebody to know Latarius is to not be consumed by this. By right. dear future wifey. By dear future wifey. I'm talking about Latarius Whitfield that when the lights are off and you're sitting in a room and like, man, who am I? Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think when we get so consumed, because, bro, I'm telling you, I told God, I don't want my wife on social media. Hmm. I, and, and what I mean by that is that I want to I, I like organic stuff that develops because, again, we are so moved by images. Yeah, we're so moved by the projection of people's personalities, what people do. Like I've had women, you know, they they doing their thing. And I know, like, I would not be, you know, your choice if I wasn't where I was. 
I'm talking about I women with too. a lot of blue checks. Yeah, I wonder that too. I wonder, yeah. It's like when you It's you're, a terrible thing to wonder. I don't wish it on anybody. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's why I've been single for as long as I have is because I am very cautious about that because I don't want someone who is attracted to or in love with the idea of me. Yes. Come on. Yeah. And then when you see the reality of me, because the reality of me is that I I may not call you queen all the time and you may say something and I may be like, well, nigga, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And and, 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 and no disrespect. Yeah. But then again, I don't want the respect level to change because you saw me have a human moment. There it is. There it is. And they created this pedestal for you. Exactly, because I've had that happen. Yeah, it's unrealistic thing. You're like, I never signed up to be that. That's not who I am. Exactly. Because again, as men, right, I never got in this situation and I end up calling this girl a nigga. And it it was more reactionary than responsive. Let me clear that. Something happened. She did something. And I was like, and my reaction was like, nigga, wait a minute. Yeah. And for the rest of the day, whether us discussing what she did. She, she discussed it. Your, she your wanted response. to discuss me yeah, saying yeah. nigga. Yeah. And it was just like, wait a minute. Let's talk about what you did. You too. did this. Yeah. And there. this behavior caused it. And again, I was very apologetic yeah. about using that, that, that phrase and that term. But she was handling me like she was a dude (laughs) and talking crazy to me. And I'm just like, oh, I can't believe you. And I was like, and that right there, what it did, bro, I felt like, man, I can't have a human moment with you. And if I can't have a human moment with you, then you're not ready to experience all of me. So you can't want the presence of my body, but then not have the presence of my soul. Yeah. Because see, my soul is my, my shortcomings, and all my emotions, yep. your responses, yep. your my hurts. triggers, yep. the, those things that I'm still healing from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's going to be a process. Exactly. In perpetuity. And you have to have somebody willing to weather that storm and rock Absolutely. with you and say, I love you for you, flaws and all. Yeah. Uh, that's the reason why I used to love that Beyonce song, Flaws and All, because it's saying that. I accept all your great characteristics and I also accept all your flaws. And that's what makes you you and that's what makes you beautiful. Uh, one of the things that Jesus Christ did that uh, we can take a, a page out of his book is the first thing he did was reveal his scars. And, he, and, and his scars made you able to identify him as Jesus the Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, um, at first he called him Jesus Christ and then he became Christ Jesus because the Christ began to take precedence over the man. I don't want to break that down because we ain't finna preach right now. But 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 what happened is is that that's why I did this podcast is just to reveal my scars. But it was the scariest thing to talk about my infidelity in my past marriage and to talk about this and, and uh, even last year on the episode that uh, Jay and I did where I talked about it, I was like, yeah, listen, my son found some condoms in my car. Yeah, and they're like, you a Christian? Having sex? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I what, what, I, what I'm doing, you know, and then you had those overly righteous church folks that was like, I ain't watching this no more. I ain't watch. I said, just just watch the process. And then in December, I took a vow to abstinence. But, but they you, they were judging. What you about to say? But but, that, but but see, and again though, and this is why I have respect for you, and this is why I love us. This is why I love who we are. As I'm approaching forty, you know what? What? I'm five months out from five months. And I'm so excited. Yeah, you've been for counting those this down. Watching, yes, I'm counting this down because I feel amazing, you know, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, I'm not going to tell you my secret, but, you know, <laughs> but I, I feel amazing. He's found the fountain of youth. But what what I discovered in year 39 was this, this sense of peace that I've never had ever in my life 
to where I am okay with being okay. Mm. And in that, even in my moments that I cannot be your hero, mm. I'm okay if my human, the humanity of me shows up. Shows That's up. the issue. Yeah. Because here's the reality. Even if you take the stance for abstinence and you slip up. Yep. Yep. How, how dare you? But see, <laughs> but see, that's the issue. Yeah. And yeah. that's why we cannot show up fully ourselves in relationship because we have this mark and this standard that's, that's unrealistic. Unrealistic, yeah. yeah. Every day I need his glory, I need his grace, I need his mercy. Every day. Because I can't trust me. Yeah. Even yep. on my best day. Yeah. So even being able to show the scars, and that's another thing. And this is why I feel like, and Essa, you can speak on this, and this is why I feel like women have got to do better is that in my moments that I am human, please protect me and guard me in it. Mm. Do mm. not ostracize me and make me feel less than because I now feel like not only did I fail you, I failed your expectations. Mm -hmm. And when a man feels that he's failed the expectation of a woman, he won't out. He won't out. Yeah, because it's, no, it's beyond repair. And so a man will always, I'm going to say always, most men will be harder on themselves than you could ever be hard on him. And he holds himself to a level of accountability. Some guys have done some healing and done some work. But when he finds himself vulnerable or finds himself uh, weak in whatever moment, then he wants to, uh, wants to be covered, protected, nurtured. Uh, the same thing that you would do to your little boy. And I hate to liken men to young boys, but that's a lesson in and no, of itself. No, but the Bible says we're, su we're supposed to submit one unto the other. Yes. Right? We yes. always want to kind of focus on the scripture about wives submitting, but we are supposed to submit to each other. Yeah. And part of that is that if I'm your helpmate, if that is my design, yeah. then it's absolutely my duty to do what you're asking. Right. You know right. what I mean? It's my duty to have your back, to be on your six, and to make sure. You know, I, I'm not supposed to increase the danger. I'm <laughs> yeah, supposed yeah. to help you, help you identify the danger because yes. I have a sensibility that you don't. Mm, mm. I have an intuition and a sensitivity that, that you <laughs> yeah. that you don't. Yeah. And so it's it's the design of me as your helpmate and as your partner is to be able to help you identify where the dangers are the mm. dangers that yeah. you don't that you don't see you need to teach that and because mm -hmm. and because our penchant and our and societally we are encouraged to be in touch with our emotions I believe that that's part of what our job is in partnership with our husbands is to be able to help them to live in that space to learn how to occupy that space mm. because you guys are taught from the time that you're little that that is the only the only advantageous emotion that you guys are taught is lust and anger. Yes. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. Lust and anger. Mm. And by the way, they're both abominations. So yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. They're both <laughs> well, well, I'll I mean, say listen, this. listen, we, we, the Bible says, I'm sorry, I, I want to clarify. The Bible says, be angry, but sin not. It's, yeah. a, it's human to feel those things, yeah. yes. right? But we have to learn how to manage and not move from our feelings, right? So, yeah, but, I, but I think that that's part of what we do in balancing each other. When you're having a moment, if I'm your partner, then it's my job to be the sensible one, to be the anchor. Come grab my hand. Pull yeah. me out of right. it. Yeah. Grab yeah. my hand. Yeah. Baby, calm down. Grab me. Mm -hmm. Whatever you got to do. Grab my hand. 
grab my genitals, whatever you need to do, grab my <laughs> shoulders, my neck, baby, calm down. Because here, here's the thing, and it, you know, I'm just yeah. sharing a little com- uh, comedy, but yeah. I think that part of that is the balance that we don't understand because we're so wrapped up in our own individual agenda. See, the whole notion that you think God didn't know that we didn't know how to love. Yeah. So it's the reason he asks us to do it. Yeah. To love our wives. It's hard to love, you know what I mean? Because we don't receive love how you guys receive love. Yeah. So he wouldn't ask us to do what we could do. That's why we have to work at it. Right? And that's why you have to really have a man and a woman that is committed to the to 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 the will of God to mm-hmm. understand what does that mean? Because if, if if God didn't have that set up like that, he would be working in redundancy. Yeah. So again, you know how hard it is for women to respect men? Yeah. So so we are both having to work at something that we naturally don't do. And to truly love a woman, how many men have to grow in the space of sacrifice. Yeah, you have because to love is sacrificial. So again, and I think inherently, mm-hmm. as men, we are selfish, and inherently, as women, women can be possessive. So we both have these different traits about us that can be very toxic, can be very unhealthy, and can create very dysfunctional relational relational patterns. But when we understand that there's a deficit that I need you as much as you need me. Yeah. That in the moment that you're pulling me out of something, it's not that you trying to control me, right. it's you're trying to hold me. Yeah. Again. You're not trying to control me, you're trying to, to hold, hold me. me. Hmm. And notice, I didn't use the word save. Because typically you hear the word save, you feel that yeah, this is somebody like that's in need. Yeah. Somebody incapable. And I think when we start teaching and having conversation about interdependence and move from this independence. That's our issue. Yeah. Everybody is so stuck on being independent. Yeah. So when you enter into a partnership or when you enter into a marriage or when you start building with somebody, you don't understand independ- interdependence. Yeah. It's not saying that you can't. It's understanding that I don't have to do it all. Right. Jesus, I can't wait for a wife. Woo! Yes. And it's not because I can't cook. Right. I'm a good cook. But to have a wife says, hey, how can I prepare for you? How can I do this to assist you? you yeah. That's the great equalizer Man. to where I can go out and be the best version of Jay, but then also allow her to be the best version of her because going back to what Essence said, for you men that are watching, stop thinking that just because a woman is attractive and beautiful, and I, I hate when guys are, oh, bro, she a bad chick. She hear this from a whole bunch of dudes. Yeah, that's so like, stupid. no, every yeah. woman, if she's your woman, she needs to be loved. She needs to by be you. attended by, by you. you. Yeah. She can have 30 assistants. You can, you, can have, you can have a woman as a billionaire and have people waiting on her hand and foot. You better be one of them. <laughs> you better yeah. be that person that's saying, baby, I got you. Let me help you. Let me grab your hand. Let me open the door for and you. And we need to do a series on that, bro, because... I think what me and Essence talk about, I, I, what, what's, what's breaking my heart is seeing all of these successful women not have someone to build and grow with. So why do you think that is? Why? Two reasons. Um, a lot of men were left behind mm-hmm. and they were underdeveloped. Yeah. Society crippled us mm-hmm. because while women were being educated, a lot of dudes around here chasing tail. Yeah. And so now that these women have built careers, built life for themselves, there are no men to marry. 
Mm. And then the men that are available, they're like they may be available to be date, but they're not available emotionally. Yeah. And I don't care if a woman has a million dollars. That woman needs to be poured in emotionally. Yeah. And I see it with a lot of the female friends that I have that are successful and dudes be like, bro. She got bread. She's straight. And I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. her emotional and mental tank is still empty. Yeah. So uh, just to your point, I'm going to um, elaborate a little bit on that. Years ago, I was engaged to someone and we went to New York. It was for my birthday. And we had an incredible three days, right? Stayed at like great the Essex house, went to all these different plays, you know, flew first class. We went with another couple friends of ours. We had just like a, a true rock star, great New York experience right and on the way back on the airplane i was really really sad and finally i got up the courage to say you know you didn't get me anything for my birthday and he goes well what could i get you that you can't get for yourself yeah there it is yeah and i said Hmm. well you i said you're a writer you could have written me something I would have loved to have gotten a poem or a story or something. I was like, but you didn't get me anything. Wow. You know, but it was because he was feeling so small compared to my success. But all I wanted was for him to, like, Mm, say something to me. You know? Man, it's hot in here. And it was very painful. And, you know, oftentimes, I mean, you guys know, I like to be comfortable. I, you know, I got my hair did. My best friend, friend Telly, did my hair before I came here. She did it. And then Lateris was nice enough to hire a makeup artist to do this makeup. But most of the time, if you were to see me out on the street, I'm wearing sweats and I have no makeup on and a baseball hat. And I'm walking around with my son and I have my sneakers on. But part of the reason I do that, it's not because I don't like to dress up, but I am constantly fighting. I don't like the attention that the outside of me gets. Wow. I don't like for people to be drawn to me simply because of how I look. So I'm constantly kind of calibrating away from that because what I want is for somebody to see my soul and then be like, and damn, she's straight. You know? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why that's why I ain't moved forward old girl because a soul went straight. Oh, oh God. <laughs> that's real though. Hey, y'all, man, y'all that's a, listen, man. Listen, this is the perfect transition. Okay. It's the perfect transition. So a lot of times, I, I was speaking at this hair show a couple of weeks ago, and this lady said, uh, I was on this panel, and this lady said, um, are you like these relationship gurus where you say you looking for a wife, but you ain't really looking for no wife? You out here just smashing all these women. Aww. And I said, that's interesting because uh, I took a vow of abstinence last December, and she said, for real? I said, yeah. And then I said, and she said, but don't you meet, I know you meet a whole lot of beautiful women. I know you meet them. I said, yes, I meet a lot of wives, but they're not mine. Mm. And I said, I wow. meet a lot of wives, but they're not mine. I said, I meet so many amazing That's- women. And I Bro. said, and I can tell them that they're a wife. I can tell them you're amazing. You're great. You're dope. Yeah, this is, you're just, you're just an amazing woman, but I don't feel like we're in alignment. And so you're not my wife. And I said, and that's okay, because when I'm looking for something, I'm looking for something that's so 
uh, purposeful for my life and I know the idiosyncrasies that I have. They're going to have that, that preacher word. Mm-hmm. I know the idiosyncrasies <laughs> that I have and I've been married before. And so I believe in my mind that I have enough reference and experience to know how to get past that 10 year mark that I got last in my past marriage and get to 40 years by knowing what you want being honest about it straight up at the beginning, not try to wait till people evolve. Yeah, people are going to grow mm-hmm. naturally, but oftentimes you got to be careful about that because sometimes people can grow apart. And so you have to know this is what I desire. This is what I want. And listen and be submitted to the voice of God to say that's the one. And um, but so the lady had this little uh, quick little banter with me and I shared that. So a lot of people, they 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 DM me and they go, you have all these options of women today. Why are you still single? And I say, I'm single because I'm still waiting on the you're one. looking for the click. Yes. Yeah. The click where it's go. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it's the whole story Tori had with Sarah. Yes. And he talks about that he talk, again. That's the click. That's what we're all looking for. We're looking for the click. And you know when you have it. And I go through the same thing. I'm like, man, good, cool. You know what I'm saying? You work out, all that. But this, it's not a click. Yeah. And, and, and two, I can't make it click. No. Because here's what happens, what we do. When you make it click, not, not, number one, it's outside of the will of God. And not because it's bad, but because it's not God's best for you and for what he's called you to do. Right. And this is why we're seeing a lot of divorce, because people marry for superficial. And I'm not saying that you got married for money, even if you married because it was the best thing available. Listen, even if you married because you both love the Lord, that doesn't mean superficial. That doesn't mean that that's that's the click. That's not the click. Exactly. Yeah. I've had I've worked with couples who got married because they didn't want to live in sin. And then when they marry, they realize we're not compatible, we don't have a connection, and we're not in alignment. Good, Mm -hmm. good. And those are three things that I think that are important for me when people ask me. I said, there has to be connection, compatibility, and alignment. Yeah. Those three right there. I'm not, I don't don't feel like it has to be some five, like, you know, list or ten. It's it's that. And, And it doesn't have to be in that order, but you have to have that, those combined mechanisms to where you guys know that you are match for each other. It's not, and I, I'm not, I don't, I mean, it's just like even, I'm not looking for a soulmate or any of those things. What is the connection, the compatibilities that we have, and what is, are, are we in alignment to do what we both are called to do? Because I think sometimes it gets centered around a man, but I want to know what the wife, what, 100%. What, what, what she's called to do. 100%. Yeah. And that's why, I, that's why I like using the term purpose partner. So, as y'all know, the Dear Future Wifey podcast is my journey as I discover, uncover, and recover love. So, uh, I'm going to allow y'all to, I'm going to be vulnerable in this episode, and I'm going to show you me shooting my shot. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you? Great. You sleep well? Um... I mean, you know, I guess <laughs> I didn't, I didn't sleep a lot. You didn't? No, no. You woke up real I was. No, I was, I was up late cause I was just fired. Well, again, thank you for your hospitality and, um, that restaurant was bomb and yeah. I pray that season three is bigger than you can even imagine that it's a Ephesians three twenty situation. 
Um, and, uh, yeah. And, you know, I'm glad to be of service. I hope people get blessed from our episode and yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what God does. So what, listen. what were you going to say? Yes. I'm listening. I'm interested in you essence. Like, okay. I, I really am. Like, I, um, I'm not moved by emotions. Like when I, like you say a lot of stuff that resonates with my spirit. And so yesterday I just, last night I went home and I just laid in the bed and I was just thinking about what did I just experience? And I said, I don't want to be moved (laughs) by emotions. And so this morning I was in the shower and I said, I always say, shake the tree and see what kind of fruit falls out to just, Mm -hmm. uh, to truly try to pursue you. That's the reason why I was like moved to go pick you up this morning because I said, I want to say this to you face to face. But what I would like is the opportunity just for you to see me outside of the scope of just a platonic friend. And um, I just want to get to know you better. So I want your permission to allow me to just see you and you see me in a different light. Um, I knew this was going to (laughs) happen. I did. I knew this was going to happen. Why you say that? I just did. I knew this was going to happen because I have felt that this, that you were interested in me for a very long time. And the hard part for me is that I don't feel the same way. And I don't like, I don't know why I don't feel the same way, but I see you as a friend. I see you as somebody that I love and respect in a very platonic way. Now, again, like, I don't want to be like, never say never, but, but here's what I know. And and I'm just going to be honest. I don't want to go down this path with you and possibly open up all this stuff and then leave you hanging. Like, so I don't know how to answer that because again, like I know that God can do things and, and you're right. I don't know you very well. I only know pieces and very small pieces from very intermittent and sporadic exchanges, but I just don't feel that draw towards you. And I, and I want to be honest about that. So I'm not sure how to proceed to be completely honest. No, no, no. What you do is just be you. Like at the end of the day, um, I know that I had a responsibility to at least tell you that. Um, okay. And this season that I'm moving in, I'm moving in intentionality. Certain stuff is just mm-hmm. casual. I'll just get to know people and I'll be like, all right, let's see what blooms from this experience. And then other stuff is like more of a. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other stuff is like, Holy Spirit makes you say something. And you're like, I don't really want to say this, Holy Spirit. Yeah, I didn't. And <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest with you. Like, even when I dropped you off yesterday, I had no intentions. As I said to you, I would have made plans to pick you up or. Or, uh, or take you to the airport And so I was like you right. know what I said you know I'm, she, you know, This experience was great And you know I'll see you when I see you And then this morning right. when I woke up I said Latarius like You have to really unpack Some stuff within yourself Meaning you meet somebody That resonates with you And like over the period when you said for a long time Yeah it's been interest there but again I'm not moved by emotion I'm not moved by a conversation that's like dang she really really dope Ooh, I want to be with her because I know (laughs) you you and I both know marriage is way bigger than great conversation and and so I was like oh okay and so I 
kind of just would dismiss it and just be like, okay, she's, dang, she's a dope woman. All right, cool. And like I said, me and Jay talked about it. We was like, yeah, she really dope. All right, cool. All right, let's, let's see what's out there. I'm not responsible for the reciprocation. I'm responsible right. for at least uh, giving out the articulation. Your articulation. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah, I'm not responsible for the reciprocation. I'm responsible for the articulation. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm well again, I am I'm honored and I'm flattered because I know that you're you're doing something that is really purposed and designed and ordained and blessed and will continue to be blessed and I'm so grateful to have been invited to be a part of it and to be a part of the conversation between us this one the personal one as well as the public conversation I think it's really important for both of us Um, and it's definitely a step in the right direction for both of us you know Um, so I'm, I'm really grateful and I appreciate just everything, all that you're doing and, and all that you've done. And uh, I'm, like I said, I'm really grateful and I'm honored to be even thought of in that way by somebody that I respect and that I know has a big calling on their life in terms of kingdom purpose. Um, that's a huge honor and compliment to me. So thank you. Definitely welcome. I definitely didn't want to be a, another man that crosses your path that doesn't see you and doesn't let them know that that, that actually doesn't let you know that they see you because uh, you are a very dynamic woman Uh, you have a lot to offer to your future hubby I'm saying that definitely definitely don't compromise uh, it's really hard yeah yeah it's hard yeah you know so I don't I don't want to act like it's an easy walk because you know I mean you know it's it's not easy to take the road less chosen. Boy, mm. I said this in one of my letters. I said, dear future wifey, and I go on, go on to say that I, I want to go from friend to fiance. And, and what that means to me is that I want to have such a solid friendship with right. uh, my significant other that we just flow into marriage. It's something about you that I felt like I had a responsibility to at least say this because well I mean listen at the end of the day I feel like I'm, I'm so glad you did because so many people don't like yeah. you know it's like I I told you like the pattern has been for me where it's like people appear and disappear yeah. and again because there's nothing happening on a physical level I'm not offended I'm yeah, not like oh you you're sometimey like yeah. I'm just like okay you got distracted by whatever you got distracted by life somebody else whatever and you keep circling back because I know I know who I am yeah one of the things that that I really appreciate about you and what you're doing but also about like even the message and don't drop the mic about communication is I think that it's really important that we communicate with each other in a way that you know may make us vulnerable but at the same time it's like I'm so not I don't want to speculate because you know I don't I don't I don't think that's healthy like the the story I tell myself in my mind is full of it's full of like naysaying and Mm -hmm. and imposter syndrome and like trauma they're like all this 
stuff that I'm putting on it that may not be there because of my own dysfunction and brokenness. And I'd much rather you just say it. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to guess. I'd much yes. rather you just tell me, like, you're dope, but you're too much. You're yeah. dope, or I'm not ready, or yes. you're, I don't like you like that. Like, yeah. I, I think you're cool, but, like, I just want to be your friend. Like, yeah. rather than, like, this weird thing that we do and we're all <laughs> we're all grown ass people where yes. it's like we just we avoid the conversation altogether and yeah. it's like oh gosh why are we doing this why aren't we just telling people <laughs> but I think you did a great job in um, articulating your feelings or lack thereof towards me <laughs> <laughs> not a lack of feelings I, uh, <laughs> lack of feelings towards me <laughs> no, hilarious you know what i mean thank you so much brother I, i'm so grateful i really am and i i hope when it's all said and done that we did him proud yes. <laughs> this is another moment we got right i'm telling you i believe it. i believe <laughs> okay it. all right take care bye all right bye so one of the so <laughs> for, for, oh give me a second no, you, you, still, you sit there yeah, yeah you processing and I'm gonna I'm talk the reality is this I said that I cannot be another dude that passes by her and not acknowledge what I see um, and I had to conquer my original fear of saying because the, the way I normally operate is that I would have to feel some type of drawing back and forth, some type of thing. And then I go, that makes me comfortable. Now I'll say something because I know you already like me. With Essence, I didn't feel that at all. And I said, regardless of what I don't feel in my past, I just have to say it. I didn't want to say it uh, and I had to say it. And so one thing that I want to apply Essence for is the the care that you took over that situation. I, the, if, one, the reason why I'm vulnerable with people to allow them to watch this, because I believe that this can be a great tool for women to see that most of the times men are already afraid of rejection as it is. And God gave me a, um, a reframing of that word re rejection and said, it's not rejection, Lateris, it's just redirection. Like if, if I was on my GPS and I was trying to get to a certain path and I said, oh, look at that. And I veered over, it's going to keep saying, Turn right, turn right. As long as I keep going the wrong, turn right, get the turn right, make a U-turn to get me redirected on my path to meet my future wifey. I don't know who she is. And so it's my responsibility when I see something that I like, see someone that carries the, 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 the mantle that I desire or the purpose that she and I can share together. It's for me to say, I don't know if I don't speak. And that's one thing that I value in that conversation. You said Thank you for saying it because I don't want to be guessing. So thank you so much for actually uh, um, now I edit that conversation from 23 minutes to 13 minutes. Uh, but um, yeah, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for the redirection. How did you feel watching it? Um, well, I didn't know I was being recorded, y'all. So, right. um, but lawsuit. <laughs> But <laughs> you stupid. He said lawsuit. What's wrong? You know, Jay. Jay crazy. No, I mean, I, I think it's a it's an incredible opportunity for for both of us and for everyone watching, like you said, to be able to see what it looks like when 
care is given and when vulnerability is is given to be able to make sure like he's not he's not my husband but as my friend and as my brother in Christ I want to make sure that he is empowered to put himself out there like that again for exactly. the right person for the click yeah yeah Jay, Jay hater. I'm gonna no, get, I'm gonna no, get back at you. no. I I feel like that's a great description and how it should be handled. I think the unfortunate thing is is that the way Essence handled it is because of her character. For most people, it won't be handled like that because most people don't understand rejection. It's why they have an issue with it, right? Because it's now I have to search. Well, why? So let me tell you this. This is good because then this is why I understood why God had me do this, because in everything that God has me do, there's a huge learning thing about it. First of all, the reason why I recorded is this. I recorded because I said this is I'm taking this whole journey extremely serious. Um, No one would ever have saw that video. Um, and I wasn't planning on doing it, especially in this episode. I had a whole nother episode that I was going to do, but we organically got on the live and we started talking and we both made this confession. And then it was like, I said, God, God said, all right, put that on the episode. I said, man, people, I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that. And so I was automatically like, I wasn't going to do it. And God said, okay, are you going to be authentic with your journey or are you going to be authentic with your journey? And so the one thing I said, I'm going to record it because it's A, it can serve as the beginning of something beautiful or B, it could be the play where you watch the game tape and go, what did I do here? What did I hear? Because oftentimes if if I wasn't healed, I would have heard everything wrong with me in that in that in that video versus all the good things you said about me. And so the other part about it was that one thing in my healing process was that. I'm the type of person, I'm a very much an alpha male that I go, because it, it came up in one moment, I said, well, I'm going to show her. I'm going to show her what, what, what type of man I am. I'm going to show her. And God said, stop, stand down. Because I was going to start performing at that point. At right there, it was straight, butt naked vulnerability and saying, here it is. But then when I heard it for that second as rejection, I said, I'm going to turn that thing and now I'm going to start performing and proving and that's what God wanted to heal me from. And, and that's why God said, I want you to stay true to the quote that I gave you earlier this year, which is men should pursue and not persuade. And a woman should present and not pursue. So I should be able to say, hey, listen, I see what I see here. And a woman says, I reciprocate that. I see what I desire in you. And we have something that's saying, well, let me prove you. You don't know what kind of man I am and start so, trying to but, persuade. But, so I have to put a different spin on it. Why do we shift when it comes to relationships, right, about our experiences of not being qualified or not being the one? Why is it so different? Why do we look at it differently opposed to when we're in the real world career-wise? They do it there too, though. But what I'm saying, but but that's life, though. I know, but if you you try to get a promotion that you don't get, you're going to be like, what's wrong with me, but, but Beyond the promotion. The investment is that you put yourself out there. Yes. And that's what I want people to take away. Stop looking for the outcome Mm -hmm. and look for the lesson. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. And the lesson is that I was courageous enough to put it out there. I was courageous enough to go after the dream, to go after the vision. Yes. uh, Or or to go after the the, the loan on my business that I wasn't sure that. It's just like we have to get out of this fearfulness of not being enough because 
here's what it all boils down to. A sense of worthiness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to us feeling that we are worth enough to. And my thing is, I don't. And, and this is why I want people don't feel like, especially believers. And because it's not faith if you're not willing to risk something. Right. Yeah. It's not faith if you're not willing to risk something. If there's no works. Yeah. Because yeah. the antithesis of faith, right, is yeah. unbelief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But your belief should rest in that even if it's a no, it's okay. Yes. That it does work out. However it works out. So all things work together for yes, the good absolutely. of the we, yeah. we're so, we're, That's the we're, promise. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I think when we can get to that place, man, it allows us to remove our fears and insecurity of feeling a brunt. The whole thing about football, I never forget this. Coaches say, run through the ass. Stop trying to... Here's what we do. Anticipate the, the, the blow yeah. and the impact. Run through them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so in that is lean into it. Yeah. Lean into the rejection. I mean, I think part of what I'm so grateful for about what my career path does. It set you up for rejection man, every, every day. When you tell me I, I, it, re- rejection, I'm like, yo, what's up? How you, how you doing today? You good? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. me and rejection, we are we are very familiar with one another. Yeah. And so, and, and the same thing with my emotions. You know, based on what it is I do as a storyteller, there is a certain, I have an, an, an adeptness, right? I have an agility when it comes to rejection and when it comes to putting myself out there. And I'm so grateful for that because yeah. it has, it, it serves me in every area of my life. Yeah. I don't want to come to the end of my life yeah. with a lot of, I will have some, I'm sure, but I don't want to get to the end of my life and go, I wonder what would have happened if I had. Yes. You know, um, I just don't want to leave with those questions. I want to be able to put myself out there to shoot my shot when it comes to the things that um, I'm drawn to. And obviously, I'm speaking of healthy things. I'm not speaking of decisions or patterns made in trauma. But the things that I really believe are edifying to me and that could be beneficial to my soul, I want to at least try. Yeah. I want to yeah. at least try, you know, and so I applaud you for yeah. for doing that. I applaud everyone for doing that. And I just I, I my hope is that whoever is on the receiving end is is kind yeah, and compassionate. Yeah. and Grace. I mean, I honor you, brother. You know, I tell you all the time, man, you 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 you've helped. You know, you provided me space to be vulnerable. Like I yeah, never talked first about phone call. our first phone call. I never talked about what I went through in my uh last relationship in 2018 and how you know debilitating that was for me emotionally and mentally and you provided that space and and I think you know that's something to be really uh, uh, you know thankful for man for you but something that should be also honored and respected and admired and admonished for you because I think you have created space for so many men that that you have not met and you provided space for us to to talk, and I mean, because when we first hit a hundred thousand, no no woman, I don't think, had no. ever heard a man speak about a heartbreak. Yeah, you know, you hear men 
because men don't speak about heartbreak. They go get another woman. You know what I mean? And when they did, and I have to bring reference to this, when it did, when August, August Alcina did that, they made fun of him. Ex- exactly. They made fun of him. Exactly. And that was the segue for us, yep. you know, to, to talk about it because, you know, for so long, we, we, we only look for uh, the highlight reel of men, mm. but no one wants to hear the sorrowful and the disappointment yeah. and the heartbreaks. Now, we'll listen to heartbreaks of women all yeah. day. You know, half of the films are made around yeah, that. Yeah, people how, are conditioned. Yeah, you, yeah. you get on Lifetime, I, you don't want to be a man anymore. You start to watch <laughs> Lifetime, you're like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus, I, I, like, can I go and come back something else? But man, I, I honor you, brother, and just putting that out there, man, and well, let me ask yeah. you this: What made you? What made you? Was this uncomfortable for you to watch? Because I noticed you started laughing at the very beginning. What made you chuckle and laugh when you was watching it? I didn't believe. I didn't think that you were doing it. <laughs> That's why I was. I was like, "This is a joke, right? He's going to stop it." And it's like it kept going. I'm like, "Oh, he's serious." <laughs> Like, I didn't think that you was putting that out there. Yeah. Because yeah. that's 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 you know, as what we call you butt You butt naked. naked. Yeah, you, you butt, butt naked. naked. Yeah. So that's why I was like, no, nah, this dude, like, you really doing this. <laughs> that's why I was tripping, you know what I'm saying? And you like, no, nah, you letting it roll. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I you know, that's I'ma tell you, it was extremely uncomfortable. You can see how uncomfortable I was even in the video. Because typically, and any other woman that I've dated or whatever, they be like, "That's a different Latiris." Because I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, I'm, I'm, I'm aggressive, but it made me feel so vulnerable. Like, is and I didn't like that because feeling. you didn't have control of the outcome. One hundred percent. That's why. Yeah. That's why vulnerability is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you sitting there and then you wait. <laughs> yeah. And then she said, oh, I knew this was going to happen. I said, well, that's, that's, that went the wrong and way. That's, I, I, and I think, too, that made me... Ch- when, she, <laughs> when she led with the scripture, I was like... Well, she always lead with scripture. So she, it, it's, that was just... Because she didn't know what I was going to say. Or yeah. did you, you didn't know what I was going to say when I was just calling. No, you know? no. Yeah. yeah, so I was just calling just to say... Because she, she had... Um, I was at the airport. Yeah, she was at the airport. Oh, okay. So she had went to the airport. And then um, I was like, gosh, I shouldn't have let her just... Catch an Uber to the airport. I should have took her. Yeah, you should have. Well, I I did, but then I... So the day before, I was like, should I have this? I mean, it was... I was running ragged, and I cut all the stuff. She was asking about... You got her Uber to the airport? No, No, she she just woke up and just did that. I called her. When he called me, he was was like, oh, I was going to take you to the airport. I'm like, I'm here. She just went early. I'm like, I'm here. I'm at the airport. I'm sitting at the gate. Yeah, she was sitting up there eating. She was... was, was, Oh, oh, wow. (laughs) She just got up and left. All right. So I was like, dang, that was quick. You know what I'm saying? Hmm, that's peculiar. <laughs> Why is that peculiar? Yeah. Oh, I just felt like saying that. He was trying to be all deep. Yeah, you know, yeah. he'd be, he be having I mean, here, here's, it, it goes back to what you were saying about, about independence. I've been single, I, I mean, I filed for divorce in 2016. I've been single six years. I'm a single mother. I'm, y'all talking about your age. I'm weeks away from 50. So... I know how to, I don't, I don't wait. And I said this in, in the podcast we did. I don't, when you were talking about chivalry, I said, I appreciate it. Cause I tried to open it. the door for her and she'd be like. I said, I appreciate it, but I don't expect, expect it. it yeah. So I, I'm used to not having a covering. So I wow. operate as if I, if I want to do something, I have to figure <laughs> yeah. out how to do it. So I wasn't waiting for anybody to take me to the airport. <laughs> well, I woke up and said, I'm going. I woke did up. You, did you tell her that you was going to take her? No, no, because because oh, I was, yeah. yeah I was yeah That's, I was gonna tell her the next right morning. Soul. Yeah, so she so, moved. How she moved? Yeah, she moved. How she moved? And so it was like I was like I don't know. 
Because, like I said, it was, she said a lot of stuff on that podcast was in that episode, and that's the reason why so many people gravitate towards that episode. That's 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 what you told her after the episode. After that episode, and I was sitting, and I said it on the podcast. I was like, I, I'm not going to talk to you for about another three months because I know what she. So for the longest, I didn't know what I was attracted to. I just be like, oh, I like women that are just cool. You know what I'm saying? I just be like, cool. And my buddy Rihanna over there told me, what'd you say, Rihanna? You said I like women that are because I said sapiosexual. She oh. said. Uh, it's not just sapiosexual, but women that are scripturally driven and have a poetic touch to it as well. That's what you are. Really oh, thinking. Janet Jackson. <laughs> poetic justice. Poetic justice. Yeah, that's the essence. It's, it's so, and I didn't know that. She told me that yesterday. I said, I think they said no. What it is, it's the poet, it's the it's the poeticism that she speaks in. It's the fact that it's the fact that um, um, she's scripturally based. All that stuff. What? That's a hypnotizer. That's, 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 it's hypnotic. I, I get it. You know what I mean? Because it's listen. It's hypnotic or it's a repellent. Because again, my DMs are asking me for college scholarships. So um, I don't know. I don't know how attractive it is. But, but me and him talked about it though. I think yeah, we because did. we talked about it from the scope of loving women with in-depth conversations. Yes. Because we're very intellectual. We're very intrinsic. We're very. Uh, Thought provoking, so our conversation has to have depth in it, right? Yeah. And our conversation, because, and it's not that we're looking for this woman to be educated, because you can have a degree and not have any depth to you at all. Yeah. So I totally get and understand that, and I think that's one of the things that I look for, and I think too, it's looking for a woman who's balanced and well rounded. Yeah. Because you can't give me a lot of scripture. Nah. Like, I'm going to need, you know, you know me, you know, I, again, I, I can only be me. I, yeah. I'm going to need some balance because yeah. our world is, we're always on in some capacity. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? And so, no, I, I rock with that, man. I, bro, I, bro, that, you, I couldn't have done that. <laughs> I like, couldn't either. Like, I, I, put fucking, myself out there I like couldn't that. either. To God, I told him, I said, "Oh Lord, I'm like, Lord Jesus." I said, "Boy, you always, you always listen, out here trying to embarrass me." I, Jesus. Listen, I know that's like because I had a girl I was interested in, and I told her I was interested, and she was like, "Oh, okay." That was it. I, I was like, "Wait a minute! <laughs> I only got three interests out of a year, and I've just used one. I used one." And you said, "Oh, okay." That's what she said. She's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, <laughs> like I got three a year, you know, used them. I'm wasting one up. <laughs> My God. So I was like, and so, but again, part of it too, because again, I'm not that person to just come out the gate and say I'm interested yes. until you I feel have enough, that. Until that, I feel that's it. me too. But, but then too, God was teaching me. He says, no, this is a way for you to be vulnerable because here's what we do. Yep. Guys like it. me and you. We're not dirtbags by any stretch of imagination, but it's easy to be a guy where you kind of like, I know what the outcome going to be in that. Yeah. But when you put yourself out there <laughs> and you like, dang, you kind of waiting because that's how she left me like on. It was in person. And on I feel red. like she left, left me on red, red. In person. Yeah. Like in person. And I'm just kind of like, oh, that's it. She's like, OK, like, we'll see. And I ain't gonna lie, that puzzled me. Yes, mm. it puzzled me, and I didn't feel any type of way. But I was just—it was puzzling yeah. me. And I'm like, wow, that's—that's that's never happened. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's never happened. And not in, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, in not like, in an arrogance way, yeah, but just the I fact it just like, hasn't happened. Yeah, and then, too, I wouldn't, I would, it made me more intrigued. Mm-hmm. And then, too, I want to discover more about her. Mm-hmm. And then I think what God did was took me on a journey to discover more about me. There it is. It's always that way. There it is. I mean, again, that's the promise. It yes, all it works oh. together, right? Yeah. So oh. I think, <laughs> Jay, I'm taking that. Um, but I, I think that that is part of the promise, right? Is that you put yourself out there and the promises is that if it isn't what you're desiring, then there's a lesson and there's a growth in the process. Yes. And that's what you can lean into. And that's what I'm submitted to in this process. Listen, I enjoy talking with y'all. Uh, thank you for allowing me to be uh, vulnerable. Thank you for allowing me to uh, put this on full display. Um, and like I said, you didn't know I recorded you, but I told you, I said, hey, you know, the other day I said, hey, I'm going to do this. Like, I don't want to see it. Just let it be raw. Uh, and um, I, I appreciate that. And um, hopefully people find reference in this and learn how to guide their conversations. And for myself, like where, when women have shot their shot with me is that I've used this as a point of reference to make sure that I nurture the heart of the woman that I said that we're not. But see, I don't want to do that, bro. Like, if you if you, you ain't got to do that with everybody, but I'm talking with someone t- you're in. So the difference, so let me put reference around this. Please do. Essence and I been knowing each other for years. Mm-hmm. So nothing nothing the foundation of our relationship didn't change so let me tell you this this is what i always get mad at people who say this i don't want to ever talk to this person because it may mess up our friendship that's a lie if y'all don't if y'all have a real friendship it won't nothing changed nothing changed because it wasn't nothing invested in the love relationship that that part i'm understand i'm talking about this strangers ain't talking about strangers this is happening to me the other day ladies dm me Uh right and i guess she dm me a while back and so this time's a DM. She said to me, you not responding goes against to what you're teaching people. You at least owe me a response. No, and this no. is not the love of Christ that you're speaking of, you're teaching. And she was like, you know, I shot a shot. I kind of stuck myself out there. That's another thing. And I'm just at, at context because, again, that's another thing. It's this entitlement. Yeah. In a DM, I don't owe you that. Now, if we in person. Yeah, and you just and, walk off while she's talking. Yeah, that's different. But yeah. as a DM man, and you shot your shot, man, I, you know, no pun intended, I, you know. You know, put, put your ball rack up, man. Yeah. Like, stop shooting over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this rim is off. <laughs> there's no backboard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's no backboard. He says no backboard. Well, listen, on that note. <laughs> he says no backboard. Listen, on that note, let me tell y'all something. Enjoy talking to y'all. Hey, go out there. Shoot, shoot your shot. Have fun. This is a journey. We, um. None of us know who our uh, significant others are, our future husbands, our future wifeys, but uh, it's the journey, and I'm committed to the journey. I'm committed to the exploration of it all, and in the exploration of it all, I'm still learning myself and and fine-tuning and chiseling out things about me, chiseling out a little ego over here, taking out a little pride over there, uh, open up the door for some vulnerability over here, and so I'm loving this process, and I'm loving what God has molded me to be. And so uh, thank y'all for joining me on the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Y'all give it up for Jay Barnett and Essence Atkins. What's up? This is Latera Star Whitfield, and I'm so excited to share with you the new mission that God has me on, and that's to build a luxury home for foster boys. We're going to call it Kingdom Royale. 
Did you know that the month of November is recognized as National Adoption Month? The Saturday preceding Thanksgiving every year is National Adoption Day, the day I adopted my two young kings. It breaks my heart to know our African-American kids are disproportionately represented in the foster care system. Let me keep it lit so you can understand. It's more of our kids in the foster care system per capita than any other race. So I'm challenging you today to make a contribution. You can make a one-time donation or commit to something monthly. $10, $15, $25, whatever feels comfortable for you. But we need you to help crown a king. For more info, visit KingdomRoyale.com. Man, let me tell you, it don't get any more lit than this episode. This was extremely vulnerable for me, but, you know, I think that it served its purpose. Man, when I tell you God is healing me from a lot of unhealthy ideologies, unhealthy thinking, unhealthy habits. Um, and I mean, you hear it a lot. You know, I don't want to Steve Urkel a woman into loving me. I don't want to Pepe Le Pew a woman into falling for me. I want, I want our love to align. I want what I'm looking for and what she's looking for to converge in that moment of us setting our eyes on each other. And we manifest something extremely great. And we know it's nobody but God because we become the answered prayer for the other. Well, here's my favorite part of the podcast. Uh, it's where I manifest my future wifey. Dear future wifey, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. I'm thankful that our Lord and Savior cares so much about you that he's doing a work on me. I'm thankful that he's preparing your heart to receive me and preparing mine to give you a safe place to land. I'm thankful for our obedience to surrender our lives to our Heavenly Father so that we'll effortlessly surrender our lives to one another. The other day I got excited about the thought of our lives merging. Your wisdom, confidence, intercessory prayers are mandatory in order to maximize our marriage. Our purpose will collide and become greater than anything we could imagine. I hope this is the last Thanksgiving without each other. I'm thankful for even these thoughts of you, your future hubby. Thank you for listening to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Remember, be lit, live intentionally and transparently, and don't stop loving. Make sure to subscribe to our Dear Future Wifey YouTube channel. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We welcome your support. Simply share our podcast with your friends and family. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.